You're listening to the Live, Love, Engage podcast. On today's show, I'm going to be talking about how to handle disappointments. Stay tuned. I am Gloria Grace Rand, founder of The Love Method and author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Live, Love, Engage, how to stop doubting yourself and start being yourself. In this podcast, we share practical advice from a spiritual perspective on how to live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically so you can create a life and business with more impact, influence, and income. Welcome to Live, Love, Engage. Namaste and welcome to Live, Love, Engage. I am Gloria Grace Rand and I am delighted to be with you today. I am uh, broadcasting actually live on Facebook from my Facebook page. I've been doing it from my personal profile for the last few weeks. I thought I'd shake things up and try it on my Facebook page instead. And today I'm going to talk about handling disappointments. Uh, when life doesn't go your way. And I've had some personal experience with this last week. And what I want to share with you is really about how to handle it. Because let's face it, things are not going to go your way. So let me let me back up and, and, and share with you uh, a little bit of what I'm talking about. So I was fortunate enough last week to receive, um, I was contacted by someone um, who had been actually watching uh, the podcast. She'd seen me for a while. She knew it. And I was going to be doing a presentation um, for a group that she's a member of. And so she was looking forward to seeing that. And she was really impressed with my message and what I do. And so she invited me to be a speaker on not one, but actually two retreats that she was planning to have. And this was really exciting because, especially because number one, one retreat was going to be in Costa Rica uh, in the fall. And then the other retreat was going to be in Tuscany, Italy. And I have always wanted to go to Italy. And I thought, wow, this is, you know, a dream come true. This is something that I've been uh, journaling about, visioning about for quite a while now to be uh, actually um not only be invited to speak, but also she was going to pay my expenses. (laughs) And in fact, as we got into the negotiation, also to be able to pay my fee to speak, because I was going to be doing two, three hour presentations at these retreats. And so it's going to be a lot of work to be able to prepare for those. And so I was very excited. Um, And then along the way, the, the trip to Costa Rica fell through because she decided to go a different way with a speaker who had more uh, experience with her particular industry that she was dealing with. And it's like, okay, I'm okay with that. You know, it happens. But then last week, at the end of the week, I found out that she decided not to do the retreat in Tuscany either, and that she wanted to do something else that would be a little more cost-effective for her, or should I say actually more, uh, well, cost-effective in that she wasn't going to be spending, expending as much money and that hopefully she would also be making some more money. And as a business owner, hey, I can relate to that. You know, it makes perfect sense. 
we want to be able to find ways to promote our business, but in a way that is going to give us the best return on our investment. And so uh, it was like, oh, so nice. You know, <laughs> for a minute, I thought I had an all expenses paid trip to Italy and I was going to be able to teach people and, and teach them about the love method that I wrote about in my book, uh, Live, Love, Engage, which was published just a couple of months ago. So I was really excited to be able to help people and to really share this message about how to how to stop doubting yourself and how to really go out and live life to the fullest. And that's, um, you know, it's one of the reasons I started this podcast was to be able to help people to live fully, love deeply and engage authentically. So big disappointment. How did I handle it? Let me tell you first about handled this in the past, <laughs> which is that I would have been really, really disappointed and so disappointed that I might have, uh, you know, reached for a carton of ice cream <laughs> and, and eaten my disappointment, um, you know, and certainly perhaps even had a big cry. But I've done a lot of work in the past. And in particular, one of the things that I have uh, studied a few times now, I've gone through um, doing this, this reading this book um, for uh, several times. And I'm going to actually share with you, um, for those of you who are watching on YouTube um, and, uh, and our Facebook right now, um, it's a book called The Science of Getting Rich. And I actually, actually uh, took this course with a, a woman named Tasha Chen. So I'm going to give her a big shout out right now. Um, if you want to know about abundance, definitely check out Tasha Chen. Um, and she has something called the Science of Getting Rich Academy. And where it starts off, where you do, you go through this book. It's a book that was written, oh, I think in maybe the early 1900s. Um, and it's by a gentleman named Wallace D. Waddles. And it's, it's similar to Think and Grow Rich uh, in that he really does talk about the fact that there is a science uh, to getting rich. And it's about using our thoughts. It really is about using our thoughts and 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 having a clear vision of what it is that we want to have in mind, and then um, and then having that come into fruition. And and the thing is, what I have learned is that sometimes things don't come into fruition maybe exactly how you envisioned it, and oftentimes they come out better. And that's. So that's actually how I've decided to, <laughs> to handle these disappointments is that I've chosen to uh, reframe it as a, uh, an, an opportunity that something better is going to come along for me. And what I learned out of this, uh, out of the situation that happened last week were a couple of things is that it gave me an opportunity to actually step into my power as a speaker and to make an offer and to, you know, submit a proposal to this woman and where I asked for a certain fee in addition to the, um, having my expenses paid. And I was able to, you know, spell out what it was I was going to provide for her. So I, I have a, an actual speaker proposal put together now. And, and then she initially, uh, balked at the price and she thought, you know, that's a little bit too much. And, you know, 
Um, so I said, well, hey, why don't we let's negotiate <laughs> a little bit? And so we did. And we were able to. She then came back and offered me um, a lower fee, which I accepted because it, I'm still getting a trip to Italy out of this. And I was like, yeah. I was, and, and she actually didn't even come that far down in price for what I originally submitted to her. So, so the lesson for me was that this was good practice. Number one, it was validating that somebody wanted to, was willing to money, at least initially, to have me speak, to fly me out to Italy. And that was really good for my ego <laughs> to know that. And then number two, it gave me an opportunity to practice negotiating, which um, I will confess to say is that I'm not, haven't in the past always been very good at, but it really gave me this opportunity to practice and to own my value as, as a speaker and to, because I really did, um, I did some research first and I, and I reached out to people and asked them, you know, what should I know about, you know, do, going through this process and I got a lot of great advice. But ultimately I had to decide that, okay, if I'm gonna be doing two, three hour presentations, what is gonna be um, involved in that? How much work am I gonna to have to do? And that was actually, one of my coaches reminded me of that, to really think about that. How much work am I gonna to have to put in to do this work? And, and that work has value. So that's where I was able to then come up with, with a speaker fee. So all of this, has been really good experience for me. So that's what I wanted to share with you today really is when disappointment hits, number one is to look for, see, look for the silver lining. Is there a silver lining in what happened? Is there something that you can learn from it? Were you able to uh, practice something um, as, as I was able to practice, you know, submitting a proposal and negotiating? Look for those opportunities and then just hold faith that something better is going to come along, that perhaps the reason why this didn't happen was because of something better coming along. And I think the universe gives us these, these you know, some people might say it's a tease, but but I think it's an opportunity. I think it was just a wonderful opportunity. It, it helped me to really own my value as a speaker. And I was really looking forward to it. And, and it was good for my ego to know that somebody, you know, invited me to speak at their event. I mean, that felt really, really good. So there was a lot of pluses that came from this. Am I disappointed that I don't get to go on this retreat? Sure. But maybe it's because maybe I'm going to host my own retreat <laughs> next year. And now I, I, it's freed up my, uh, my energy, my, my creativity that I can actually do that and, and start working towards that goal. So I think that's essentially the, the, the lesson I would like to leave with you today is to Look at those disappointments that come your way. And, and, and of course, allow yourself the feelings because it is important to have those feelings of, you know, disappointment and just say, oh, you know, what a shame that didn't work out the way I planned. Bummer. <laughs> 
And then look for the bright lining in it. Look for that silver lining. And even if you can't see any right now, trust that one will be revealed to you. Because I can almost guarantee it will. Because I have had disappointments in the past too that have wound up leading to something better. It, it almost 100% happens that something better comes along. And it might not be something you see right away. It might be something that takes a while. But if you just keep going forward and you keep holding on to the vision of what it is that you want to achieve in life and take action towards making that happen, then something as good or better will inevitably come along. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Live, Love, Engage. If you found some value in what I had to say today and would like to actually talk more about, maybe maybe you need some help in learning how to handle disappointments, um, I would love to be able to chat with you about it. So you can set up an appointment uh, to talk with me if you go to engagewithgloria.com and actually... Let me see if I can put that up here. Oh, yes, I have it right there. I can show it. There you go. Go <laughs> For those of you watching, go to engagewithgloria.com and you can schedule an, a, a time to speak with me on my calendar when you go to that link. And let, let's have a chat. There's no, you know, no, I'm not going to try to sell you anything. Um, I'm just going to have a conversation with you. And, and at the end of the call, if there is an opportunity where you decide that you would like to work with me, well, then we can have that conversation too. But initially, I just want to be able to uh, support you, help you to gain some clarity on what it is that you need support with, and we'll go from there. So until next time, as always, I encourage you to go out and live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically. Did you know that a majority of entrepreneurs tend to discount the importance of their work? And a good number feel their success is simply due to luck. I know from personal experience that self-doubt can keep you from having the kind of life and business you desire. That's why I've created a free guide called Uniquely You, how to move from self-doubt to self-love in four simple steps. To claim your free guide, go to liveloveengage.gift. That's liveloveengage.gift.